Dr Jessica Younes, science liaison for Winklow Probiotics, elicited giggles at a panel discussion at this year's ProBiota event when she asked the audience, how many of you discuss vaginal discharge with your partner? She spoke with us after about why women's health issues are so taboo and considered so niche when, after all, they affect half the adult population. I think vaginal issues are even more of a taboo than than perhaps gastrointestinal. Of course, that's person-dependent, context-dependent, but women often define themselves through their sexuality. I'm not a sexologist. My expertise is in vaginal biofilms and microbiology. But if a woman is not able to either feel attractive feel that she looks attractive or can be attractive through you know various ways uh, sexual intercourse or her appearance or things like that then you know that really affects the quality of life you know if we talk about infections vaginal infections or STIs or sexual transmitted infections there are some serious symptoms that can really affect that pain itchiness discharge odor I mean redness just to name a few and if a woman is not able or feels that she's not able or even intercourse is painful, she's not going to have intercourse. And okay, maybe that's not such a bad thing, but you know, intercourse brings so many benefits. It's a fantastic release of hormones, it's bonding and all sorts of things like that. So I think depriving that aspect from quality of life, you know, is just, it's awful. And women don't talk about this because they don't know what other women are going through. I think this is also one of the reasons why women tend to form and talk to each other in sort of clusters. You know, we go to the bathroom together just because we like to talk about stuff, but we don't talk about these things unless it's with our close girlfriends. And often, you know, you're scared to go to your doctor and say, look, I have this infection. It's great. Thank you for helping me. You're giving me an antibiotic or whatever treatment, but I can't have sex. It's painful. Or, you know, so on that level, I think perhaps even more because men can't relate to having a vagina, this, this perhaps is even even worse. And I mean, if, if a woman is breastfeeding and she has an infected breast or a clogged gland or a duct or things like this, I mean, okay, that's a bit more obvious because, you know, our breasts are a little bit more on display than our vaginas are, but it's it's a very hard thing to suffer in silence. I think that women just really need to start being informed more. And I, I touched on it earlier. I was saying how the message needs to be simple and it could be as simple as things like don't douche. Douching is really bad. It's really bad for your vagina because it changes the composition of the bacteria. But I mean, talking about these things, there's always questions that come into your head as a woman. Ah, is this normal? And so you'll start to look on the internet a little bit and hopefully you can find, you know, some quality information, but you never know. Who should it be down to to lead that change of opening up that, that floor? I think it's a dual responsibility from the healthcare providers, whether it's your, your midwife, you know, your doula, your gynecologist, your GP, um, nurse, nutritionist, you know. And I think it's also from the industry side, and I include pharmaceutical companies in this. Whoever's providing some sort of treatment or modality or product for women, I think that the onus of responsibility is on those two parties to inform properly. And I'm a scientist, so I recognize what I'm saying is probably not practical always, but there is enough information, not only from the microbiome side of things, but also from the pharmaceutical side that we can we can educate these women. I mean, if you have to go to a pharmacist and say, I need something for a vaginal infection, they're going to ask you some questions, but you're going to look around the room and see that nobody else is there and nobody can hear you, or mm-hmm. you're going to be embarrassed to talk about that in front of everybody else who's looking for their Lipitor, you know, their, their cholesterol-lowering st- lowering drugs, or they just need a really heavy aspirin or pain medication, because then everybody in the room is going to point at you. But why is this not... This is a reality for women around the world, mm-hmm. everywhere. You know, women's health, we, we have the greatest chance 
to, if we have healthy women to have healthy babies. And I mean, if you want to talk numbers and healthcare costs versus savings, I mean, why are we not starting with that? You know, there are there are critical conditions that need attention, but you know, I think there's a sort of a paradigm shift that's coming, and women need to start not only to be their own activist is a bit of a strong word, but I think they need to start taking charge a little bit more of their own health and becoming more informed. And on the other side of that, the information that comes to them should be reliable and they should know where to trust.